Hello, my name is Maurice Harker. What you're about to listen to is a clip from a live training session with either an individual or a group who are anxiously engaged in recovering their marriages. Please listen to several of the recordings in this podcast, and then, when you are ready, seriously consider attending the live weekly trainings from your home via webinar. My ability to provide enough individual and marriage therapy sessions has become very limited, so I created the marriage repair workshops so I could serve more people at a lower cost for you. So please, when you're ready, investigate your options at www.lazaruslectures.com. That's L-A-Z-A-R-U-S-L-E-C-T-U-R-E-S.com. I look forward to meeting you and to serving you well. I would love to play a part in decreasing your pain and increasing your happiness. See you soon. I want to go there, but we're not ready yet. If they have not built the new airplane based on the black box review, based on the blueprint, if they have not done the work, then they should be saying, thank you for wanting to trust me, but I'm not trustworthy yet. Okay, so thank you, but I'm not ready. So now I want you to think for a second, like yourselves, like the woman, the agony that you're going to be feeling when you want to fly in the airplane of trust, but it's not ready yet. And you want to again, and it's not ready yet. This is where I see the women making mistakes is then you feel the pain, which leads to your own misbehaviors. Whether you're like Hallie and your specialization is passive aggressive and sometimes not so passive aggressiveness, okay, all right, that can ooze out. Is that, am I saying that correctly, Hallie? <laughs> ooze would be like a soft way to think of it, like toothpaste, but it's more like, <laughs> I don't know, I don't even know what a better word is, but usually when you think about it, it's not soft and slow, it's like all at once, hard and fast. <laughs> okay, so. I love it that Hallie is with this because she's so willing to acknowledge what happens when it, the pain of disappointment. So Hallie, am I describing that correctly for a woman? Like you enter an interaction really hoping there's enough trust that there can be some level of connection. Mm -hmm. And then you put your foot on it and it's not there. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's not, can, can you describe that pain? Yeah, I try, I try to get it. I try to get it, but I'm not a woman enough. Yeah. So there's a lot of disappointment behind it. A lot of maybe even some resentment behind it, but it's like, we want the thing we want so bad is connection. And when we put ourselves in a place to be vulnerable in order to reach out for that, and then they don't respond in the way that we were hoping, then it's really just, it's just painful. It's like, the thing we want the most is just a healthy, intimate connection. And then when they're not able to do that, it's just disappointing and sad. It is. Um, now, here's a, here's a good question. Um, can we trust them with such an honest statement? Well, the good news about it is you're safe either way, because if they say, I'm not ready for that level of connection, they're probably not. Okay, It's like, okay, then I'm not going to put myself in a vulnerable position because first of all, if you're lying about it, 
then it's not safe for me to put put myself in a vulnerable position. And if it's the truth, it's not safe for me to put myself in a vulnerable position. But that agony is horrifying only if you haven't done your season four work where you have a really good place to land, where you land in the arms of God, in the arms of Christ. You breathe and you go, dang it, I was really hoping to have a husband today, but I don't. And that's okay, because I was ready for it. So I really want you to visualize that experience of having a bridge you really want to cross, having an airplane you really want to get in. And then as you step on it, it doesn't work. And you have to stay where you are. Now, some of the literature implies that your sad feelings and your anger feelings, you get to share those feelings and frying pan the guy in the face with them. I'm just being true to my feelings now, and I'm going to slam you with my disappointment. I mean, you can do it. You have a right to do whatever you want. But if you want to do something productive and constructive, that is not what we do. What do you train your daughters? You are Your feelings are valid, but you still have to have respectable behavior. You have a right to feel what you feel, but you don't get to act however you want to act if you're going to be a well-prepared person. Marisa, handle that, things. Please, can I, please. Can I add them? One thing on that note too is like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not satisfactory to know that he can't hold your pain in it and that we, we do have a right to express our emotions, but I've, had to add a little piece of that in my identity statement is that I'm in something that goes something like this. I'm an emotional, God created me and I'm an emotional being. I have a right to experience my emotions, whatever they are. I also have a right to express them in a healthy way. I will use my friend, a trusted friend, coach, or therapist, or my journal to process those emotions. If my husband's not in a place to hear me, because if we just think we have a right to give them and we do, but we, we let him in to see our emotions and he can't hold us in those pain, in that pain or in those emotions. He's not able to hear him. We're just setting ourselves up for more pain. And so if I can see that he's not in a place to hear my emotions, it's safer for me emotionally to go process them somewhere else than to kind of force him to hear it because I'm just setting myself up for more pain. So I have that. I'll process it in other places if he's not able to hear my pain so yes that's casting pearls before swine thank you for adding that the the your, your thoughts and feelings are very precious and i want you to think of them as pearls okay these are very very valuable and we don't want them wasted in the presence of someone who's not ready for them it's not doing anyone any favors now common satanic attacks on this are things like but he deserves to hear it or How's he going to know my pain if I don't throw it at him? Or who's going to teach him the lessons if I don't? All right. So write down those satanic attacks and put them in a place where you can process them slowly. If you spend one-on-one -on -one time with Hallie, she'll walk you through. This took months of work for her to formulate her carefully prepared reactions so that they wouldn't be just animal-based reactions. Oh, this I was not overnight. No, I just have to do it. It's situational. I mean, it took me months or years to get to where I actually even knew how to try to do it, but it's still situational. Like just because I have the tools, it doesn't mean that I don't have the initial animal brain response. I'm still having it. So I have to do them. Sometimes right, thank I you, will, thank sometimes you. I don't.
Jennifer says, rage is a legitimate phase of the grief cycle and needs special care for yourself and the marriage. And I may add, and he's unlikely to be in a position to provide that special care. So yes, you totally have a right to have your feelings well cared for, but choose carefully who that person is. And he's not it. If you put your foot on that bridge to, in hopes of a trust and you find out it's wet cardboard instead of solid cement, don't insist on stepping on it. You're the one who's going to fall through the hole and hit your head on something. You have just finished listening to another principle that is one of many that you will find in a special class that I've put together called the Marriage Repair Workshops and the Lazarus Lectures. This is a compilation of principles that I have pulled from my years of training, study, and therapeutic experience designed to give you the tools, the vision, the ideas, everything that is necessary to take a relationship that has experienced catastrophic levels of unpleasantness and falling apart and rebuild it almost as if raising it from the dead. Please follow the links and attend at least one of our marriage repair workshops so that you can get a feel for what you will learn and get your attachment to the multimedia classroom that holds videos, audios, articles from me and several other specialists that we call the Lazarus Lectures, a 40-lesson series building from one principle to another so that you can discover what is necessary to pull off a miracle in your relationship. I hope you'll find great value in this. I hope those of you who find yourselves unable to afford the thousands of dollars necessary to attend a marriage therapist, especially one that's really good and is not as available as we would like therapists to be, please, please, Study this material in the Lazarus Lectures and attend the Marriage Repair Workshops so that we can help you get things back to the way you want them. We'll see you then.